Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm or how I keep things simple in my homeschool, or I just like to talk about Jesus, right? I always point it back to Him because I truly believe that the more we desire Him, the less we desire the things of this world, and that is how we will more naturally simplify our lives. When we focus on Jesus, everything else naturally fades away, and we can focus on what's most important. So I wanted to thank you for joining me today. We're going to talk a little bit today about the winter doldrums. And if you're a homeschooler, you know what I mean. This is my least favorite month. It's January. And this is the month where I usually hit the wall. So we're going to talk about that. And I hope to encourage you to push through because spring is coming. So first, I wanted to thank our podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is a fantastic resource for homeschooling families and any Christian family. They have so many amazing resources for the homeschooling family. Most of you guys know them out there for their amazing science courses. They have um, even language arts courses, Bible courses. They are just a fabulous, fabulous publisher. So check them out at Apologia.com. And I'm so grateful that they have sponsored the Simply Living for Him podcast this year. So today, like I said, we're going to talk about the winter doldrums. And I don't know about you, but January has always been the most difficult month for me in my homeschool. And I just always seem to hit a wall. Like, I don't feel like doing this anymore. <laughs> So I don't know if that's you. I also wanted to let you guys know that we have, if you are in the middle of the winter doldrums, I have something to help you get through that with your little ones. We have um, been given a trial to the Phonics Museum app, and I love it. And I wanted to share that link with you too. Um, It's by Veritas, and you can go right now to the Phonics Museum dot com slash simply. The link will be in the webpage for this podcast episode, but it's phonicsmuseum.com slash simply. You can get a free trial of this app that teaches your child to read in an engaging and multi-sensory approach. And you can, they're claiming that you can teach your child to read in four weeks. So if you're like me and you're in the middle of those winter doldrums, I know this is the perfect thing to hand over to the little one who can't go outside because it's too cold, or maybe they're sick with, you know, a cold and they're, you guys are kind of stuck in the house. So you can have this free trial. You'll get a, also you'll get a, um, free ebook, um, another little, um, project and some other little freebies. So go over and grab that free trial now and those freebies, and maybe that'll be just the thing your little one needs to get you through the rest of this winter. I know, you know, we're not big on screen time, although we do allow it in our house. And, you know, certain like days of the week, you can be on the video games or whatever it is. But I love when I can use screen time to my advantage. And, you know, here you can use something really educational. And this is really unique because, like I said, it's a multi-sensory approach. So you're going to love it. Go check it out. So right now, like I said, I've hit the wall. I, I honestly, in January, I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. 
I give up. I'm raising my white flag. I don't know. But for me, January has always been the hardest month of the year in every year since we began homeschooling because the excitement of the holidays is over. Christmas is over. All that fun stuff we looked forward to is over. You know, September, we always get off to a great start because it's like the novelty of school is there. And uh, everybody is all gung-ho in September. And then, you know, you start moving towards Thanksgiving and things start to slow down. But you have Thanksgiving to look forward to. You know, Christmas is coming. So it sort of helps get you through. And then it's like January comes. It's like a big old slap in the face because Christmas is over. And I always feel like there's nothing to look forward to. And it just feels um, like, you know, I look forward to spring, but it's January and spring is so far away. So I know for me, you guys all know that I can't stand being cold. I don't like to be cold. And I know January is, you know, one of the coldest months. So right there, that gives it a big old X for me. And um, also, I don't like when it's dark at night. So another X for January because it's dark at night. Um, and it's just that time of year where, again, it's not like we always have to have something to look forward to, but it's just, I don't know, I feel like it's the letdown, I guess, after the holidays. It's its dark out, out at like 4.30. Although, it's been getting lighter and lighter. It was 5 something today, maybe 520 and it was still light out. Yes. So we're getting there. So we're starting to, you know, get little glimpses that spring isn't too far away, but yet for me, it still feels so far away. So I have always had a problem with January, um, during our homeschool year, you know, the excitement of the learning, the excitement of all the new stuff, it sort of just feels like that's gone. And it seems like January till May, June, you know, whenever you finish school, just seems so far away. And I have to admit, as my kids are getting older, and I have one that will complete her homeschool journey next year, she'll be a senior, the years fly by. So I think this felt more true when they were younger, because right now, you know, June to me does not feel that far away. I feel like time passes so, so quickly. But um, I remember especially when they were little and we couldn't go out in January because it was too cold. And since I don't like to be cold, I'm not one that's really good to go play in the snow. And, you know, right now if they want to play in the snow. It's like, go, have at it. But when they were all little, I had to take them out into the snow. And that involved getting them all bundled up in their snowsuits, getting on all their boots, zipping them up, finding the mittens, finding the hats, finding all the stuff. Stuff. <laughs> Just was not my cup of tea. I like summer. Grab your flip flops and get outside, right? So, you know, it just always seemed, I don't know, so heavy to me. So, like, just this big weight, and I didn't enjoy it. And it was really difficult to get through the homeschool um, in January. The second year, no, it was either the first or the second year we were homeschooling. I actually went to look at the local Christian school in January because I was just feeling like, I can't do this. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do this anymore. 
and it's just a really hard month. So I want to encourage you out there, if you're listening and you're feeling like, yes, Karen, I'm feeling that way, then I hope to change your perspective a little bit. I hope to encourage you. I hope to really just help you press on because spring is coming and time does go quickly. And before you know it, we'll be out there in the sunshine. So a couple of tips I was thinking to talk about for you know getting rid of these winter doldrums where most of us in our homeschool journey this time of the year just is more difficult. And like I said, for so many reasons, cold weather, you know, you get a lot of sick kids at this time of year. You might be stuck inside because, you know, as soon as your daughter gets over her cold, then your son gets it. And then, you know, the baby gets a stomach virus and then the preschooler gets it, you know, and it's like everything is being passed around. I remember there were years where it was like we were all trading viruses straight on through January. So, um, you know, for whatever reason... It's just the way things are. Plus, you know, you're like I said, you're in the middle of your curriculum. It's like you're in the middle of your year. And it just seems like it's a lot of work to get over that hump. So I get it. I'm totally there with you. So I was going to say some tips to help you guys get through the winter doldrums. I mean, what? of course you guys know me by now if you've been listening to the podcast. What am I going to say? Get in the word, <laughs> right? I'm going to encourage you later to get out in the sunshine, but... There's no greater sunshine than God's word, right? Let his light shine into those dark places. When you're feeling in those dark doldrums in January, get in the word. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is go over there and open up your Bible. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to do a thing. You can get in the word and you can refocus your thoughts and refocus on him. Pick some fighter verses. Pick verses that you need to help you remind you of his truth during these times. Um, You need truth during dark days. And you know what? The light is coming. So it's very encouraging when you read his word to just, um, you know, uplift your spirit because this is the time when the enemy is going to get in. He's like, aha, you are in a depression. You're feeling down. He's going to tell you who cares what that Bible says. You know, it's not going to help. Nothing's going to help right now. Get in the word, even if you don't feel like it, um, and let God take away those feelings. And use this time in January or in the winter when we can't go out because, you know, the roads are icy and who wants to go out when it's dark at four o'clock? I don't, you know, as soon as it's dark, I just want to put on my cozy clothes. I don't want to go anywhere. So use this time to do things that you normally wouldn't do. Um, for instance, spring is coming. You know what? It's coming. Even though it feels like it's so far away, it'll be here before we know it. And we'll say, oh, well, I have to do all these things. Why didn't you do them back in January? So like do your spring cleaning now, take care of projects now, because once you get warm weather, you're not going to want to be stuck inside. I know me, as soon as it's warm, I'm going to be outside. I want to go do fun things outside with my kids. I don't want to be worrying about, you know, cleaning the baseboards. <laughs> so do all those jobs now. Um, you know, straighten the attic, straighten the basement, although it is kind of cold in my basement right now because it's not finished. Um, but do all those things. You know, I, I really do want to get in my garage and organize it, but it is too cold. Um, you know, do those things that you normally you know, think of as like spring cleaning projects and get them done now. Take this time in your homeschool to reorganize, to, um, 
you know, go through that planner and see what's working, what's not, you know, evaluate your curriculum. Don't wait till spring because in the spring, who wants to be doing all that? Do that stuff now instead of moping around. Because you know what? I'm telling you that because that's what I would do. I would just mope around and be like, oh, I just, um, I don't feel like doing anything. I'm, I'm depressed. It's dark. It's cold. Um, get out there and do purposeful things. Um, you know, I was, I was really thinking about this as I was preparing for this podcast episode that there were so many seasons where I was... Um, not acting godly. I was complaining or I wasn't embracing the season. And this year, I really more than ever have embraced each season for what it is. I don't know if it's because we moved out here to the little hobby farm that we live on that I really appreciate the seasons because when you live out here, everything really is measured by different, the seasons are really measured by different occurrences. Like the chickens went through their molten fall. That kind of marked the season. You see the trees change. That marked the season. You see the birds migrating. You see the different changes in nature. There's so many things. Like we have different flowers that come up at different times, you know, that bloom at different months or uh, even things like the Japanese beetles. They come out at the same week in June. I think it's the third week in June every year. Like there's so many cool things that are marked by the seasons. And even my least favorite season, winter, which I've always disliked, <laughs> has so many things to me that are marked, that, that point to God, just his consistency, his creativity, his beauty, um, just those kinds of things. I've really come to appreciate and embrace the seasons rather than getting all depressed that it's winter and it's too cold and, you know, but it's, the funny thing is this year I was really embracing winter, like even the snow, which I don't care for. It was beautiful. And I really looked at it for, gosh, God is amazing. Look how beautiful the snow is. And, um, I was really embracing it. And then we got like two weeks of, you know, negative a billion degrees. <laughs> so I guess God was giving me a little humor there, but even negative 2 billion degrees, I'm learning to embrace it because you know what? When else are you really going to <clears throat> be able to be stuck inside with your kids and snuggle and watch Netflix movies and read lots of books, play board games, do crafts, embrace this time to do things that you're not going to have time for later. Um, you know, once it's nice, I know my kids, they're outside. They want to be outside. Uh, and so do I, and I want to be in the garden and we're going to be busy with the garden and doing things around here. So I say, use this time to do the little crafts. I know it's hard to get motivated for some reason when it's cold and dark, it just slows me down. I just don't feel like getting off the couch. I just want to sit there and, you know, I don't want to like do stuff, but once you start doing stuff, you feel so much better. And I realize that this time is so short. As my, I'm telling you, if you've got little ones out there, please listen to me on this. I know it's cliche and everyone has told you this, but please listen. It feels so long and it feels never ending. And then all of a sudden, your baby is college age. We have one more year left. We went on our college, first college visit last week, and it's like, what on earth just happened? So it's that old cliche that the days are long, but the years are short, but I promise you it's true. And, you know, embrace it. 
embrace how God has made us to use time. Instead of, you know, God has created the seasons. God has created each one uniquely and different. And instead of letting, you know, any one time of year get us down, embrace it and and see God in it. He is the one that created the seasons. And how wonderful that is, because if it was always spring, wouldn't feel quite so sweet anymore, right? Spring feels awfully good after a really dark, cold, long winter. It just seems that much better. So when you look at it in that perspective, God is using everything, even dark, cold winter, even those times where you just don't feel motivated in your homeschool. How is he working in your heart? He's telling you, you know what? You need to be motivated all year round because God created each moment that we're in. And I used to be the one that just want, couldn't wait until January was over and couldn't wait till spring. And guess what? 12 springs later, my baby girl is going to be going off to college. Why waste any of those? Why waste any of those months? You know what? I'll tell you a story. It's funny. The sort of um, picture is what I mean about just sitting around waiting. When I was pregnant with Grace, it was... Um, we had just gotten married. We got married in May. If you guys heard the last podcast episode, you heard a little bit about that. We had gotten married in May, and I was pregnant in July. And um, I had quit my job very early on because I knew I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. And also, um, Steve didn't want me commuting to the job in the wintertime, and I was very, very sick with her um, throughout the pregnancy. So I was home. Talk about the January doldrums, the winter doldrums. In January, I thought every morning I would wake up and go, it's still January. Because of course, my baby was due early April and I couldn't wait. You know, I was just, there was just, all I was doing was waiting, you know, and I just wanted to have my baby shower so I could set up the little nursery and January just seemed God awful. I just couldn't stand it. It was dark. It was cold. I wasn't feeling well because I was pregnant. Having that baby seemed like a lifetime away. It just seemed like, oh, it's so far away. Because you know when you're pregnant and you're counting in weeks and you have like whatever it is, 12, 14, 16 weeks left? I mean, forget it. That seems like you might as well say you have a billion years left. So I remember every day in January being so incredibly depressed. And all I could think was, I can't wait till January is over. I can't wait till January is over. And I didn't really make any use of that time. I had no motivation to do anything. Because, you know, when you're pregnant and you're in that tired stage, well, that was me. So I didn't have any motivation to do anything. But I basically wasted the time that God had given me. Every single moment of every single day is a gift. And I wasted every single moment of every single day for a full month. Because I just couldn't, you know, I, I just couldn't wait. I wanted it to be... You know, of course you want your baby. You can't wait to meet your baby. But I just remember saying, I can't wait till January's over. And you know what? That year, on January 31st, how much I learned. Steve was laid off from his job. That was the first time we went through a layoff. He was working in New York City. He called me uh, and he said, I just got laid off. I'm going to be at the train station early today. So I had to go pick him up at the train. He got in the car with his little box of stuff, just like you see in a movie. And for the first and one of the only times, only a very few amount of times, he got in the car and I saw him sob. He cried. Because here I was, pregnant, you know, I guess seven months or so at the time, very newly married. 
uh, young, out of college. That was his first real deal job. Lost it. Pregnant wife. And it was January 31st. And all I remember thinking of was, if I had known all this time what I was wishing for, I couldn't wait for the end of January. I was wishing for to get to that day where he lost his job. It was one of the most awful days of our entire marriage. We were just so distraught. And looking back on it, it's like if I had only known what was ahead of me, I wouldn't have been counting the days until the end of January, right? And I tell you that story to just sort of change your perspective. When we're going through a time that feels really hard or difficult or, you know, we're just not enjoying where we're at at that time, you never know what tomorrow brings. Don't wish it away. Use every moment for purpose. Every moment with your child every single day is a gift. I know, I know it doesn't feel that way when you've got like, you know, all these toddlers and uh, preschoolers and little ones and a baby and especially when they're all little, it's just so hard. I'm right there with you. I know. But I also know that January 31st will come. And I say that, you know, not literally January 31st, but symbolically, like I said, when the day I couldn't wait for, and then it was not what I expected. So we never know what tomorrow brings. We want to make use of our time. Even when we feel unmotivated, even when we feel we can't do it, spring is coming. Spring is coming. Light is coming again. And I say that not just looking at this spring, but Jesus is coming. He's coming again. Light is coming into this dark world, and it will stay here. Just like spring is coming. And this isn't all there is. And if that's all it takes for you to get through those hard days, just keep saying to yourself, spring is coming. And remember, Jesus is coming right? This is a temporary time. Make the best of it, even when it feels hard. I would encourage you, speak truth to yourself. Get in God's word. When you're feeling overwhelmed with all the kids, when you're feeling overwhelmed with the homeschool, when you're feeling overwhelmed with being stuck inside, when you're just feeling depressed, when you feel like you can't do it, you're failing your kids. I get emails all the time from folks out there, you know, that they say they feel like their kids are behind, they're failing their kids, and it breaks my heart every time. And I stop and I pray for those people every time because I know what it's like. I've been there. But we have to stay focused, focused on God's truth. And one of the reasons we all get so down, I think, this time of the year is maybe we had expectations at the beginning of the year of what it would be like. And now we're mid-year and we're like, our kid still isn't good at reading. My child is still disobedient. Uh, nothing is changed. Because you know what? Every year, right? And you guys, are you know that this is true. Every single school year, do you not say, this is going to be the best year yet. This is going to be the year that I get it all together. And this is going to be the year that my kids will finally get it and we'll have the right curriculum and the right schedule. And boy, I've got the new planner. And then you hit mid-year and you're like, still the same. Nothing's changed. This, this isn't, hasn't been the best year yet. For some of you out there, maybe something really difficult is going on and forget it being the, you know, the best year yet. It's the worst year yet. It's still where you're at and where God has placed you at this time and he is never leaving you. He is there right by your side. Nothing is a surprise to him what you're going through. 
And when we set up the expectations that this will be the best year yet, we're setting ourselves up to fail because every year has great moments and every year has difficult moments. And some years are better than others. And some years just plain stink, right? And even those stinky years, God uses them for a purpose. But we need to recognize that. We need to keep our eyes on him and say, what are you trying to teach me, Lord? And how do you want me to grow? How do you want my children to go? So if you're in that place right now where you're like, this year has not turned out like I thought it was, two things to remember. The year is not over. You have many months right now to turn it around. And instead of wallowing in it and letting the enemy get in because it is a dark and cold and yucky time of year and it's easy to let your thoughts overtake you, you have the choice right now to say, not tomorrow, right now, I am going to turn this around. I'm going to be focused. I'm going to fill my mind with God's truth. I'm going to um, not think about, you know, oh, it'll be better when it's spring or it'll be better when it's summer or it'll be better next year. I still have this year. I did a podcast episode last year about finishing well. That would be a really good one to even listen to at this time of year, right? Because a lot of us start to throw in the towel as it gets too close to the end of the year. But let's finish well. Let's use every moment God gave us for good. Let's use every moment for his purposes and for his glory. We're not glorifying God when we're complaining. And listen, I say this, and as you guys know me, I say this all the time. I say this because I've done it, right? I can complain like the best of them. I can complain. I can wallow. I can get down in the dumps. And God doesn't want us there. It happens, but don't stay there. And recognize it and ask for forgiveness. Repent from it. Turn away from it. And say, I'm going to use this time well. I know it's hard when it's dark. I know it's hard when it's cold. I know it's hard when you have all your kids crying at once. (laughs) You got the diapers to change and the laundry to do. And, you know, it's just, it feels really difficult. But it's not forever. Make the best use of your time. There's other things you can do to help perk you up through this time of the year. Practice hospitality. Nothing helps more than when you step outside of yourself and you practice hospitality. Invite a friend over. Invite friends over. Number one, it's always better when you're feeling this way to have, you know, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, even having one friend over, it always boosts you. I can be very introverted, which is a surprise because I go out there speaking and I do podcasts, and but I can be very introverted. And every single time I'm like, oh, I don't feel like it. I just want to be by myself. I always have the best time when I have a girlfriend over or we get together with other families, even if right beforehand I don't feel like it. Sometimes it helps just to not listen to how you feel, right? And just say, you know what? I think this will be good. Practice hospitality. Have a friend over for prayer. If you guys are both feeling down in the dumps and you're both having a hard time getting through the winter in your homeschool, Invite another homeschooling mom over and pray. Let the kids go down the basement and play or, you know, go out in the snow and play or do whatever it is. And you guys can get together and pray. Say to each other, how can I pray for you? Take your mind off of you. 
and pray for another and let them pray for you and support each other. Be honest with each other. Be real. Be like, I don't feel like doing school anymore. I'm tired. I'm done. And you know what? Once you get that out there and you don't wallow in it, then you have somebody to help lift you up, to pray with you, to help you through that time. And you know what they'll probably say? Me too. I get it. I'm, I'm right there with you. And then you guys can hold each other accountable and say, can we get together every week so that when I start to go in a downward spiral of feeling, you know, just despondent in the winter that we can help each other? Hospitality, it's an amazing bomb to your soul and you'll be serving others in this at the same time. So I would totally recommend you do that. And I mean, this podcast is airing what, and this is the third week of January already. So we are getting out of the winter already. So we are getting there. I mean, we had it yesterday, it was like 50 degrees out and I was like, get outside. Um, and that's the other thing, vitamin D. I mean, that's a real practical thing, but we have such a small amount of vitamin D in the winter, and that really does contribute to our mood. So I even tell my kids, when we have like a sunny, bright day, even if it's cold, I'm like, sit in the window. <laughs> sit here in the sliding window, I said one day to my daughter. Get your vitamin D. If it's warm enough, go outside, soak it up, because it really does help. Um, and again, use the winter. It's not forever. Use the winter for snuggles and lots of reading and coloring and sitting on the couch watching Netflix. You're not going to have that time in the spring because maybe you do sports and baseball starts up or, you know, spring gets so busy for us. We have so much going on in the spring. So it's like I'm just learning to embrace it. I know it's a lot harder when you have a whole bunch of little ones. So I totally get that. I totally get you feel like you're cooped up and it's really difficult. And that's, again, where the friend thing is helpful. Offer with friends like, you know what? How about every Wednesday we do a little swap? I'll take your kids one Wednesday so that they can have time alone. And then the next week they take the kids so that you can have time alone. Um, I, had a, an, I had a friend, if you're an older mom out there, um, I don't want to say older because I'm not talking about your age, but if you have older children, let's put it that way. Um, I had a friend when my kids were all little and she her kids were grown and she would just have like a day one, every once in a while at her house, because her kids were all in school and they were older, and she would have like the moms with all the little preschoolers and toddlers and stuff drop their kids off at her house. And she'd say, either you guys all go out to lunch together or just go back home and sit in the quiet. And she would do that for us. If you're a mom out there who can do that, it's a great blessing. It's an amazing blessing to just, you know, give a little of your time because that time means so much to a mom who can't get a moment to herself. Um, so let's see, get in the word. I said, I'm looking at my notes here. Use your time for good. Um, think about the things you want to be doing in the spring. Like I said, I want to be out there gardening. I want to be out there enjoying it. So I'm going to get the things done now that I have to, so I can be outside as much as possible later. Um, and use this time for rest and renewal. We don't look at it like that, but God creates seasons. We have ebbs and flows, right? You know, summer is certainly a, a little bit more time of rest. Fall can be really busy. Spring can be really busy. Use your winter looking at it as like, you know, God gives us times of rest. Use the winter time, not to view it as I'm stuck inside and I can't go anywhere, but hmm, maybe God wants us to rest. Maybe God wants us to um, be in his word. Nothing better to do when you're stuck inside on a snow day. 
Get off of Facebook. Get in the word. I mean, there's nothing better. Scrolling through Facebook is not going to lift you up. Reading God's word, (laughs) there's nothing like it. It'll totally lift you up. It'll make you not want to go back onto Facebook. (laughs) So, you know, there's just so much time in the winter. For those of you who tell me all the time, I don't have time to be in the Bible. Yes, you do. Because if you're stuck in a snowstorm, you got a lot of time. So it's not something we need to make time for. We should be doing our, um, being in our, our word and filling our minds with truth and then making time for everything else. So I hope these things encouraged you, these little points. Um, again, I wanted to mention the Phonics uh, app for you guys out there with little ones. This would be a great way to combat the winter doldrums because not only are they going to be on an engaging um, and multi-sensory app, they're going to be learning and learning how to read. I remember when my ones were little and I thought learning how to read, teaching them how to read was so difficult. I wish I had an app like this. It's so cool. So it's phonicsmuseum.com slash simply, and you can get a free trial of the app and a bunch of other freebies. So go over there and check it out. Um, also, if you're dreaming of summer and we're talking about the winter doldrums, the Simply Living for Him retreat is July 12th to the 14th. It's going to be amazing. We're getting more filled up. So if you are planning on coming, please go register, secure your spot. It's simplylivingforhim.com slash retreats. It is not just for homeschooling moms. It is a retreat for any woman of any age at any stage in life. It's going to be amazing. So I hope you can join us there. And um, if you're listening to the um, podcast on iTunes or on whatever app you use for listening to podcasts, I would love for you to rate and review this podcast. That really helps get the message out there to more people. Continue the conversation over on Facebook or over on the blog or over um, wherever you found this podcast and comment and let me know uh, how are you combating the winter doldrums and was this encouraging to you to help you get through. Listen, spring is coming. It will be here before you know it and we'll be out in the sun and enjoying all that God has to offer in nature and I really can't wait. But for right now, winter definitely has its purpose and um, use it for good and you can do it. It may seem like June is so far away, but I promise you, senior year is even closer. It's so scary how fast time goes. So enjoy your time with your kids. Um, Continue to stay motivated, and most of all, continue to stay in His Word. Until next time, I wish you guys blessings and joy. This is Karen DeBuse at Simply Living for Him, and thank you for listening to the podcast.